Hello, and welcome to the first episode of season two of Curious with Caitlin. I'm Caitlin Lopensky, and today I have someone who is very special to me with me right now. Well, she's over the phone, and I miss her so much because she is one of the coolest people I know, and I look up to her so much. My aunt, Camelot Thompson. Welcome to the show. Hello. So excited to be on and part of the first episode of the second season. Wow. Let's jump right into it. So Cam here works in the medical field, and she has been really involved in working with patients and just being around throughout the whole entire pandemic. So can you just tell me about your job and what it entails? Sure. So I carry a variety of hats. Uh, Most of my job is working with the homeless. I work on a mobile medical uh, unit where we give care to people who aren't able to come into hospitals or clinics. We also serve the underserved. Uh, those are people who don't have you know, enough insurance to cover minor visits. I also work on the floor uh, in an actual ICU department, and that's a little bit more sporadic, but those are the things that I do. So you've really gotten to see this pandemic play out because you've been working with people since the very beginning. And I know that you got the vaccine already because you are on the front lines. And so can you just tell me a little bit about that? And I really want you to help clear up some misconceptions about it and just really bring a sense of clarity to the vaccine itself, because I feel like a lot of people are really confused about it. So first, can you help me understand what the difference is between the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccines? Really, for face value, there isn't any difference to the people like yourself who are out in the community. For the scientists and the infectious disease people, maybe there's a difference in their eyes. But for the rest of us, there's not. They're both a vaccine They are both to help us so that we don't get as sick as all the people in the ICU wards. The real difference for those of us that are getting the vaccines is if you get the Pfizer vaccine, your follow-up vaccine is in three weeks. If you get the Moderna vaccine, your follow-up vaccine is in four weeks. But other than that, for the rest of us, there's no difference. Okay. That's actually really helpful because I know that when I get it, and I see the name of it, I would probably be questioning why I'm getting that one instead of the other. So that helps a lot. Thank you. And then what has vaccine distribution been like? What have you seen? Vaccine distribution for healthcare, first-line workers, those people that are in the hospitals has been really good. I think the the Pfizer vaccine was the first one that was received, and that vaccine was given almost immediately to the people working in the ER, the people working in the ICUs, those people that come in contact the most. And I've heard that that rollout was pretty easy, at least at my hospital, and everybody got the vaccine. Um, The people giving it were very cautious, making people wait about 20 minutes afterwards to make sure there was no reactions. And they're all getting their second vaccines now, and nobody's really saying they've had very many side effects. The side effects that I've heard are just a little bit of tiredness, maybe a headache, but just kind of minor Uh, side effects like you would expect from a flu shot. Okay. 
Yeah, I've heard that this vaccine has been compared to a flu shot a lot. So that's really nice to hear. And now I want to ask you more about your personal experience with the vaccine. What was getting it like? I can imagine it. it's, I, I think in my opinion, it would be pretty cool because it's history in the making. It is. And that actually played a really key part in me getting the vaccine. So I'm glad you kind of mentioned it like that. So I was very hesitant on getting the vaccine. I remember stories about the original flu vaccine that came out. I think it was in the 60s. And it was really pushed out very quickly. Tons of side effects. And this is why you are now asked when you're given a flu shot if you've ever had Guillain-Barre syndrome. And then the H1N1 vaccine was pushed out maybe in 2009. And I was there for that one. And that one also came out very quickly, but it had less side effects than the original flu shot. What is H1N1 for? Oh, I'm sorry. That was uh, known as the swine flu. It was just a different strand of the flu. And that strand is now included in all the flu vaccine that you receive. So that's why now we usually get a three or four strand flu shot because it includes that one. So bringing us to current day, now we have this coronavirus vaccine, which, like you said, is being compared to a flu shot. And but we've had, you know, years in between that flu shot that was given. And in between now and in the 60s, we've had so many strides in technology, so many strides on scientific fronts. We have computer models where we don't have to use so many animal and human trials. And so for me, you know, actually, I literally sat down and said all of this stuff to myself and decided, okay, I'm going to get this flu vaccine or this, this Corona vaccine because it's probably the safest of all the vaccines that have ever been developed because it's being developed now in 2020-21. And so I feel like there was very little risk in getting this vaccine. That's really, again, really nice to hear because, I mean, on social media, I've seen a lot of people posting like, oh, this is why I'm not getting the vaccine or There's just been a lot of people who have been really afraid of it. So I guess just really trusting modern day technology is what it really takes. And yes. So going off of your experience, what were the side effects that you experienced? Because I know that a lot of people are afraid of that. I actually had zero side effects. I had just a slightly sore arm. Like after I get any vaccine, like the flu shot. Yeah. And it was gone within a couple hours the next day. Oh, that's Other great. Other than that, nothing. Okay. So, because I know that I, you know this, I am not one for having to deal with additional complications when it comes to medical stuff. I don't like the process being harder than it already is. So that makes me a little bit more confident in getting the vaccine myself. Yeah, definitely. And we tell people that if you're going to have side effects, they're going to be very similar to that flu shot, where you just feel a little under the weather, you might get a little bit of headache, you might get a little bit of arm soreness, but 
for the most part, nobody's having side effects. Okay, good. What has it been like giving it to patients? So I have not been one of the vaccine people yet. Okay. <laughs> I have heard that's in my near future because we're starting the huge mass vaccines now of depending on what county you're in, over 75 or over 65. Uh, but I do know some medical assistants who've been giving the vaccines on the mass level uh, on Friday and Saturday, just the other day. And they said they were so busy that, you know, they were just giving tons of shots. And I think that like that particular clinic that they were in started on Monday and ended on Saturday. But in the beginning, on Monday, when they were first rolling it out, there was probably a lot of flaws in the system of, oh, we have to do this, we have to do that. But by Saturday, they had it all dialed in and everything was running smoothly. And the nice thing about that is there's going to be more of these vaccine clinics. And now they've got it all dialed in and smooth and things will run a lot better. I was personally super curious about what the mass rollout was going to look look like because I know that frontline workers are being taken care of, the elderly population is being taken care of, and I'm personally in that final stage, not stage, but final group of people that get it. So that's good to hear that it's going smoothly and pretty quickly as well. It is. Um, I think that on my end, watching it roll out, I would say it's been running smoothly in that we're, you know, trying to take the supply that we have and get it out. I would say that, you know, if you're watching the news, you're seeing people complaining that their loved ones in skilled nursing facilities are not getting the vaccine quick enough. But I think what people need to understand is that the vaccine has been out for a month and we're working as quickly as we can when we were just handed a bundle of, here's vaccine, get it out. And the vaccine was approved only like a week before we started giving it out. So everybody who's involved in giving the vaccine is really trying their hardest. And I can speak for my hospital, my department, in that, you know, we're doing everything we can to get this out as quickly and as safely as possible. And so you just need to remember that it's only been out for a month and we're really trying our hardest. All right, my last question about the vaccine, and then we can go into COVID as a whole. So I really wanted to talk to you about the sense of paranoia around the vaccine and why people are so hesitant to get it. So could would you mind just providing the all of our audience with some reassurance about what they can expect and why they shouldn't be afraid to do it? Sure. People who are hesitant about getting the vaccine, I think, fall anywhere on the spectrum from the government is injecting a tracker into me. Which I've I heard that heard. one. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or all the way to the other side. I'm not getting it because the Democrats want me to. And so we all fall somewhere within that spectrum because everybody naturally is going to be hesitant about it. Um, it's just human nature to 
to have a hesitancy of something new. But that being said is you have to take one for the world is you have to get the vaccine. The vaccine is not going to prevent you from getting coronavirus. It is only going to help you so that you don't get sick and end up in the ICU ward ventilated and then possibly dying. It's just like the flu shot. It doesn't prevent you from getting the flu. It just helps you to get over it quicker. And by taking the vaccine, you're really just helping yourself to not end up as a statistic in the ICU ward. And you're saving that ventilator for one of those other people on the other sides of the spectrum who aren't getting it. That's interesting that you're bringing in that humanity element and how it's more like helping the world over yourself. Yes. Well, thank you so much for talking about that with me. Next, I wanted to ask you about your work experience throughout the pandemic. What ha- What's it like working now versus when it first started? When it first started, there was very little known about do we do we give this medication? Do we give that medication? Do we ventilate people? How contagious is this? And we didn't know and we didn't have supplies. One of the big things was the N95 masks that I'm sure everybody's heard or seen. They were in such hot commodity that we were reusing those. And in my whole career in medicine, we've never reused our masks, our face shields, our gowns. But then all of a sudden we were told, hey, it's okay. You could do that. (laughs) And so us old school people were looking at each other going, wait a second. But we had to because there was no supply. And I think that we all were put at risk by doing these things, but it was at least something that helped protect us. And so then fast forward to today, where I think supply is pretty good. Um, We have all kinds of new weird looking stuff, but it all does the same thing. And now we don't have to reuse things. We're of course being a little more cautious. We know a lot more about the medications to give and things to do for people to help them to recover and get home. I'm guessing that the people who were originally in the hospital, if they had been in the hospital today, may have had a better chance of survival just because we know more. But I'm not sure. I know it must I it must be crazy seeing how times have changed and how much we've learned from this. It is. Um, but I, I think that medically we've learned so much, but people outside who are walking the streets have learned nothing. You still got people who are not wearing their masks. We just had a storm on the White House of a bunch of people not wearing their masks. And it's, it's crazy that these people, some of them still think that this is a hoax. When I've held the hand of somebody dying alone without their family. And they're saying that this is a hoax and it's not really true. 
So I don't understand how there can be such a break in information getting from, I mean, basically the news to this person's brain. I, I, I can't understand why they, they are still not believing in what's going on. Adding on to that, for my final question, what do you see needs to happen in order for numbers to start going down and for life to kind of turn back into, I guess, quote unquote, normal? I don't think we're ever going to get back to where we were in, you know, two years ago. I, I think that our new normal, which I'm tired of saying, but I think that that is something that's going to be in the future. You know, we've got people from Japan, China, who wear masks all the time, even when they're here. And, you know, we kind of look at them funny. But now that's going to be something that we're all doing, especially if you're in some mass gathering. I think that maybe at some point we'll be able to have, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, Sunday dinners together again without masks, because that'll be your family. But group gatherings, I don't know. It, it kind of seems to me like those will always require masks at this point because coronavirus is not going to die out. Medication, technology, that's going to get better. And there may be something in the future to help with it. And of course, the vaccine will get better. But I think our new normal is going to be quite different. Uh, wearing the mask, hand sanitizers, um, you know, keeping that social distance, not crowding up on people anymore. So I think that life in general is going to change. Thank you so much. And I learned a lot today. I hope that you all did too. Cam, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Just wear your mask, wash your hands, stay six feet away, and take one for the world. I know that I will, and I hope that you all do too. Thank you so much for listening, and remember to stay curious.